welcome back to another episode of On a Mental Note, a coffee table style podcast where we discuss how to change, grow, and evolve your mind. Today, me and Krell will be talking about concepts of ideas. So sit back, grab a coffee or a drink with your dog. And enjoy our show. Yep, yep. <laughs> when someone says, I've had it, you know, this is it. I don't want to live like this anymore. And then you begin a new search. If you start the search, the odds are excellent you will find good ideas. If you search, you will find. Finding is reserved for those that search. Ideas are not reserved for those that hope. They're not reserved for those that wish. They're not reserved for those who complain. You know, good ideas are reserved for those that search. That was it, huh? Yeah, that was it. Okay. So, look, it's a concept about ideas. Ideas well, are only for those who look well, for it, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, why don't you tell um why don't you tell everybody where the quote's from? So, it's by Jim Ron. Um not really familiar in his background, but I just uh, read, like, you know, listen to him on, like, motivational f- videos on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I stumbled into this one, and it kind of, like, made an in- impact because of, like, everything, like, in this world that was created by man or, you know, people, it started off as an idea. Yeah, he's right? a... He's a- he was a young dude. I know. I was just looking him up really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess his name is Emmanuel James Rome. Oh, okay. Right. To go, n- known, uh, better known as, professionally known as Jim Rome. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Uh, um, born 1930. Woo! Uh, died 2009. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was only 79. Oh. So. But, yeah, it's it's crazy how, like, he talked about, like, the ideas is only for those who actually look for it. Yeah. Right? Because majority of the time, ideas do pop up when when we look for it. Yeah, I guess I an idea and hope, I guess, are two different things, right? Yeah, you hope is people, just like, oh, I hope this know, happens to me. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. not really doing anything. You're just uh, sitting there and hoping that we get the lottery ticket, the golden fucking ticket, right? Golden egg. Yeah, the golden egg that would just solve everything in our fucking um, world. Which I wish it was true, but majority of the time we are given that physical aspect of doing something. We can actually do something, and we can actually think about it. I like I like him. I like him, mm-hmm. Jim Rome. He's got some. He's got. He's weird though. Like, uh, he's, sounds like a pastor, like an old school pastor. He you does, know? but he's got very like. Uh, if you ever watch his videos, they're very uh, dated. Yeah, right. Like uh, he's had. He's having these. Um, seminars in anaheim with these people mm-hmm. and everyone's got their hair all feathered it's like the 80s you know <laughs> they got their notes and shit they're yeah, taking notes yeah so different right mm-hmm. yeah totally different but now he's got tons fucking yeah phones but he's got tons of contacts yeah he does and so does I, he have a book uh i don't know i just i read really quick on his like wikipedia which i don't know how truthful that is but how did you know about him though because uh, I, I watched um I, I would watch, like, when I run on my treadmill, I watch his motivational videos. Oh, okay. They're, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I always find really interesting, that uh, these guys from, like, the 70s and 80s, um, like, 
everything they talk about then is still applicable today, even with the advancements in technology mm-hmm. and, and how different we are. Ancient people like the Greeks, um, Plato, from Plato to Socrates, like all those people, they're they're like their their quotes are still up applicable to today. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's show and he was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him and, and Mike Tyson. Yeah, him <laughs> Mike Tyson. But, you know, the one thing I did take away, and I think Tyson had said it, he's like, well, we only remember um, um, the popular, the quotes from the popular people or the po- or people in power, I think he said. Yeah. Right, yeah. which is true, right? Which because, is very true. Like they say, history is told by the winners. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like Marcus Aurelius and his meditations. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I always wa- I watch some of his videos and I always find them like super interesting. How you know he talks about um, taking risk and stuff. And then I, I read his uh, um, his Wikipedia and it says uh, he was born to a poor family. This is uh, Jim Jim Rome, right? Mm-hmm. He was born to a form a poor family, became a millionaire at age thirty, and went broke when he was thirty three. Oh damn! And then it said he later became a millionaire again. Rome left college after one year, but like. Interesting, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Like he blew it off, like within three years. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but okay. But what's I mean? Let's say he was thirty. Um, he he would that would have been when the eighties. Fuck, he's mm-hmm. probably blown down cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like it's crazy because um, I think we put too much emphasis on on that as success. Like the amount, so? the, the amount of money you make. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. People it, forget the context of like success. I, for me, it's different. Yeah. Like I think sometimes you you don't um, like if you can just pay your bills and you can eat and then mm-hmm. you can help people out and then like help other people grow and help yourself grow. Like I think that's successful. But yeah. People want to judge you on a car. I think I had posted one thing. and We probably talked about this where um, like, hey, just because you're driving around a fancy car. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you a successful Yeah, especially person. if you have to go to work and pay for that car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so, but I think it's all relative. And I think with social media and technology, that's all people want to see. In right? your concept, of, uh, in your ideas of success, what do you um, think that is successful to you? Uh, always, like, for me, success is being able to go to a store. It doesn't have, like, fuck it, food for less or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just buying whatever I want. Oh, okay. That, to me, that, like... Uh, like I always felt like that was my goal in life, like mm. to be able to like go to the store and buy what I want. Yeah. Success for me is more like uh, how is my life at this point and how it was back then. I compare it, you know, see like, oh, where, how far I have come from, you know. Yeah. When you come from nothing and then you build your way up, it, it's a success story. It is within itself. Even if you're like. Right now, you're you're suffering because suffering is needed in order for you to grow. Like in growth, there's always pain and you know suffering, but it'll it'll pass. And there's always that light at the end of the tunnel, yes. right? For some people, though, some people yeah. get in trouble. Yeah, some people do get in trouble, but there's always that option to choose. Right? Yeah, but I think success is. I don't know. I think it's just defined differently by everybody. It is defined right? differently. Whether it's um, sometimes they they see like physical stuff or like in a spiritual aspect or you know whichever and metaphysical. You, yeah, you watch uh, like everyone has a different message, right? Some people like or hey, own your own business, be your own boss, and mm-hmm. some people <laughs> they don't they don't see the struggle. <laughs> well, I always find that interesting, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can work for a company and still be successful. Yeah. It just depends on how you... You feel. Or how you define, like almost like how you define success, right? Yeah. And I think there's... Um, 
well, I don't know if there is or, or, or not, but there's a lot of content content out there that says like, no, be your own boss or mm-hmm. you're not successful. You don't do this or have a Rolex or have all these different things that you attribute and then you attach to the word success, but mm-hmm. they're really far from it. Right. I think the other word for success for me is contentment. Being content of what you have in your life. I think that that would be successful in really? my vocabulary. Yeah. Being being content of what you have and how you feel about it. Being happy. You know? I don't know. I feel content breeds misery. Really? Yeah. Because, because it's uh, comfort, signs of comfort. Right? Well, you know, like even just based on what you said, there's no struggle there, right? So yeah. there's no, like if you're content, it, it reminds me of, I, I used to have a job and, and like when it comes to work, I've always told people like, it's easier to get a new job when you have a job mm-hmm. as opposed to not having a job, trying to find a job because then you're like, oh, shit, I need this job. I'll just take this job. And then mm-hmm. you hate it. Right. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you're when you're content at a workplace, you're like, oh, I'm fine here. I get paid. OK. And you can do the job with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And so people like most people, and you'll come across a lot of those in corporate and the corporate sector, private sector. Mm-hmm. They're they're OK where they're at. Yeah. But I think it's also in a sense where like they're okay where they're at because that's just the work aspect in their life. And uh, sometimes when they get out of work, they feel good by actually, you know, following their dreams, like building a foundation for something that they using that money from their work and then building it up after work or in the weekends like like that whole thing that says just blowing it up yeah find a job find something you love find a hobby you Mm -hmm. know what is it it's like Uh, four it's like four three or four different things right do a job that you love Uh um make sure it ties in with like one pays the bills hobbies and uh one that pays the hobbies. <laughs> Fuck, I'm fucking butcher. Bro, dude, what bro, happened? You didn't take your take a, take neutral. You didn't take I didn't your take neutral this drink, bro. <laughs> uh. You didn't take your aqua. <laughs> your aqua I was going to say your aqua brain. <laughs> <laughs> liquid brain. I didn't drink my liquid brain. Yeah. But yeah, in a concept of ideas, dude. Shit. Cheers. Cheers. In a concept Dr- of drinking ideas. Drinking water today, kids. Yeah. In a concept of ideas, like. Just I could give it one example, or there's multiple examples actually, like this microphone that we're speaking into, the heads, the headphones that we have, that started off as an idea, right? Where like someone thought of an idea to capture the uh, human voice or a sound, right, and record it. So like from there you build a foundation. Same same thing as about your life when you have an idea of changing your life you start off with something small you know like habits every day brush your hand brush your teeth with your right hand take a cold shower you, you know one thing about uh habits and like success mm-hmm. if, if i had to tie them together i always feel and i know there's a quote and it's probably not the way i'm going to say it, but it says like uh, the way you do uh anything is the way you do everything mm. right and that, so that i always sense, yeah. um i always feel um, people don't invest in all the pre-work it takes to get there. Uh, like three quick examples, right? Like, so let's say painting, mm-hmm. like you're going to paint a, a, a room. Mm-hmm. It ta- it's going to take you more to prep the walls and everything. If you're going to do it right, than it is to paint, mm-hmm. but everyone is such in a hurry to paint. Right. And I think there's like a story is like, they got two guys with a saw trying to cut down a tree. They got two hours. 
one guy starts, the other guy spends an hour sharpening his saw. Yeah. And then he freaking runs through the tree faster than the guy. That makes sense, yeah. Right? And so um, I was thinking about that the other day because I was thinking, like, uh, nobody wants to do all the hard work. Mm -hmm. They just want to get it. Yeah, they just want to do it. Grab that thing there. I see this. We'll catch one today live. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just leave it right here, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, everyone wants success, but nobody wants to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Just like uh, going back again to this podcast, you know, like it started off as an idea, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, the answer could be either yes or no, maybe so, or like just fucking stall it. But what we did is we invested our fucking time, right? Yeah. You have the equipment. We did a bunch of dry runs. Fucking and dry runs, a lot of tables, but a lot a, of chairs. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but you it makes to you- bribe someone with their fucking table and chair <laughs> on offer. <laughs> that's right. That's, what are we doing with that shit? Uh, we, it's somewhere, somewhere in your place. Uh, it was in uh, Long Beach. Oh, what? I had to go pick it up. Pick no, it no. Up. It, yeah. That's right. We double mm-hmm. worked them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how you haggle, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good cop, but we yeah. did good cop, bad cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll offer you twenty dollars. Oh, I'll offer you thirty. This okay, guy never came up. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and pick it up. But yeah, like you were saying, I forgot. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. No, but I'm just saying, like, uh, p- people don't want to put that work in for success. And I think everything starts off an idea, but you do have to execute on it. Yeah. Right. Um, one of the most imp- like I heard this in one of the quotes was um. The most important thing that you do is just start. Start. Whatever you do, whatever ideas you get, whether it's writing a poem or maybe something lyrical. Or if you're really into music, maybe write something lyrical and just start from there. Start. That's the most important part is start. Yeah. I I think I had posted, um, and I liked it. It was a picture of a guy that showed his progression in art. Mm, And he said like... um, uh, I think he's, let's say he's 23 and he showed like, he just had a thing. He showed his first picture when he was seven and you're like fucking trash, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go through the thing and I was like, damn, yeah, you know, like people probably see him and then realize like he, he's been like drawing since seven. I could see that in your, um, your business aspect where like from the very beginning you said, Oh, look at the beginning. Yeah, And oh, I leave it there for that yeah, reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. You see the progress of things like, Oh shit. That's it, the, my only regret is almost what we talk about. Like, I wish I would have been more involved, more invested, more invested. Yeah, because it, it really—it's really a lot of work. Yeah, it you is. Know? It's yeah, really definitely. a lot of work. People, people don't really know the amount of work until they're they're in your shoes, right? Yeah. But it gave me a greater appreciation of other people's business, right? Because oh, I think okay. sometimes we, um, like we won't. We like things and people, some people are like, oh, here, have this, have this. And you're like, no, no, well, you know, I'll buy this. Or, and it made me realize like, fuck, somebody gives you a shirt, right? Mm-hmm. That shirt still costs money. The printing still costs money, you know? Yeah. And even though like you, you hear all the like memes, you're like, oh, it's a write-off. It's a write-off. It's a write-off, you yeah. know? But I think in, like um, in hindsight, like it's good to help your friends out any way you can, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And not only that, I think it's the time invested. Time invested can't be bought back. No. Money is replenishable no matter what. They keep it, it, printing it, so it yeah, doesn't even keep, matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like money will always be there, but time can't be taken back. You can only pay for someone's time or they could give it to you for free. And think about it. Like, fuck, man, how many Netflix fucking videos we, we watch? I mean, 
there's a form of entertainment, but shit, like you could use those those time for something else. Spend time with your kids or spend time with your friends, family, and or or, or on yourself. On you yourself, know? yeah, yeah. Like build yourself up by like you know having different ideas that come. It it is. It's it is very interesting. So you can let's say you start reading a book and you get into it, but like you take some time off and then you go right back to doing what you were doing before, mm-hmm. right? Which is almost like working out. Like yeah, if, if you take time off, then you start like yeah, you you're like fuck, you shit away four hours later. <laughs> you, you're like what? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did the time go? Have you have you ever had an idea, and then like you kind of forgot about it? Like you didn't write it down. You forgot about it, right? And it pops up again, and then you're like, okay, let me try to follow through. But you forgot to follow through. And then next thing you know, someone else had that idea. Have you ever had that with, with you? Uh, I'm sure I am sure I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially on the like nutrition side or the food business side, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can do. But I, I do feel the number one uh, and the number one thing that holds people back is, is money. Mm-hmm. And so I always find it a little interesting when people say like, oh, that shouldn't, that shouldn't hinder you back. I'm like... Uh, that's, that's pretty big. That's pretty big investment, yeah. you know, cause but, I do think you need money, but it, to, if you have an idea and you have a concept, you still need money to get it started. Yeah, of course. But if you know the why you will find a way to find the how, no matter what, because if you're really I know, desired, man. I know, but so, you, are you going to like get loans from every member of your family to make your no, business? No, not, not loans. But that's but what I'm saying. Let's say yeah, you took that. Let's yeah. say you needed eight hundred thousand dollars okay and you start off small no i'm just saying you're like (laughs) fuck i need or like five years in you're eight hundred thousand dollars in the hole well i think it's in the concept of like having dreams right having dreams like profound dreams when you've thought of it it's kind of impossible because it's not attainable because it's in the future yeah but if you keep doing the things that would propel you to obtaining that dream you'll get it but you ever ever write them down you ever like if you have ideas like that do you ever write them down you know it's funny i wrote this down what like this podcast you wrote this down yeah remember what i was telling you before like um i have my own podcast and you're like fucking saying like dude you you sounded like you're fucking high (laughs) so i was like i was like fuck bro i'm gonna like get like if i was listening to your shit in the alley i feel like i'm gonna gonna get robbed so i was like you know what but you but you did it though right exactly i just fucking did it i just used my iphone i mean god man the the cell phone you could do so much right that's where i was kind of leading to because i i before i didn't write down ideas but Mm -hmm. now you have a phone yeah you can just hit the button and talk to it it'll just save it you know even if it's really um a great a great uh comparison was earlier you were asking if i can read my notes yeah right and sometimes all you need is like one or two little words that re-stimulate what you were thinking about right Mm -hmm. so if you put those in your phone yeah like all you need is like fucking two three little words just to describe what you're thinking and then later you can come back to like oh shit that's right yeah you know like your your own internal to-do growth list yeah like uh one of one of the examples that i could give of about an idea is that i had this idea about a game like not a video game but like a kind of like a card game right Mm -hmm. it's a jujitsu card game and then I was like, you know, I sat, I sat on it. I wrote it down. I literally wrote it down. I, I wrote the rules, the how the, the game would work and all that stuff, right? And I just forgot about it. I even showed it to Harrison and, and Mark and um, 
like they're like damn that's a good idea dude that's a cool game you know to have and i was like but the thing is i don't know how to program an app so i don't know how to do it and not only that it takes a lot of time and effort to create an app and money and money too yeah so i was like fuck man i don't know if i could do it i just have to find a way so i i try to find a way and then i guess i got caught up with something else mm -hmm. right i just fucking started because i have kind of like adhd i i find something and i'm like so fucking home to it and i move on to something else so what happened was like i was scrolling to instagram one day and i was like no fucking way no fucking way someone had the same someone had the same idea and i never shared it to anybody besides those two and Dude, they took it right from you. No, no, no. It's it's not even um, slow down, Project Veritas. <laughs> MK Ultra. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. And it's so true that they said uh, um, an idea is like a tiger. You gotta grab it by its tail. By bro, who said that shit? I don't know, bro. Dude, someone obviously never grabbed a tiger <laughs> by its tail. You go try grabbing a fucking cat by its tail. Yeah, but an idea could be dangerous too right yes an idea could be dangerous by like you know you could actually influence a lot of people like the guy that it. the guy that made an engine that runs on water oh you hear about he this got murdered you hear about this yeah i heard about him yeah he, he committed suicide quote-unquote suicide but you know that the government took his patent i bet no no it's like this is in the fucking 80s or yeah, 90s yeah. yeah it's so fucking weird mm -hmm. right yeah go he uh mysteriously just died yeah uh-huh all the cameras weren't working but it's it's crazy how like people would actually like um kill other people for an idea you ever thought about that i mean like, that's happened since the beginning of time right mm -hmm. like let's look at uh i think there was one i read and uh the guy who invented the first plane we always think it's the wright brothers was some guy in india mm, yeah right and then we we go back to like they only tell you the history they want to tell you yeah uh like leonardo Nic da vinci too yeah or like uh nikolai tesla mm -hmm. right he didn't he didn't have the financial backing to do what he wanted to do so benjamin franklin took it yeah took it so <laughs> weird right yeah it is yeah. it is very true it's it, like whoever wins gets to push it through history yeah and it it could have changed so many things i know like one time i was looking at uh henry ford had opened a facility uh, a plant in uh, brazil mm -hmm. because they have the rubber trees there yeah but he was going to make all the interior of the car out of hemp oh right because mm -hmm. it was so plentiful but that shit's illegal because of the africans and the uh the mexicans were smoking them dope but you know son. who you know who did that right like hearse william randolph hearse you've been to hearse castle yeah i've been to hearse castle okay so that dude was the one that that started that whole flight against uh hemp because he was a newspaper guy uh, and he had his money in cotton right? or and you, uh -huh. and you need that to make paper exactly and trees and stuff like that and yeah. then you could only pay for the taxes in the postal notes uh the post-its right you can only pay taxes with the post-its that they never created yeah <laughs> yeah uh -huh. i watched the history of uh, marijuana yeah uh -huh. it's, it's pretty interesting and i'm like damn dude it's because of racism that's fucking crazy it, it's super like, it's we could have been so advanced right now but i mean we're we're so deep in racial shit like i always find it interesting like in california we have all these quote-unquote missions mm -hmm. they're they're fucking native american 
concentration camps. That's what that's <sighs> yeah, what they are. Yeah. yeah, they came here and they said, "Hey, listen, do you want to be Catholic? Oh no, you're fucking no, dead. You're fucking yeah. Yeah. Did but, you did you hear about that one in Canada? Yeah, with all the little kids. <sighs> Crazy, right? It's fucking. How sad. about like New Zealand and like uh, they got rid of all like uh, the Maoris and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the indigenous people. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, it's it's just nuts how like oh just because my idea is better we would kill another human being for it or if I like your idea I want to steal it. Well, look at I mean they still have uh, the caste system like in India where like light skin means you're better than the dark skin people, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's so weird how like our thought process has became like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Have, have you ever thought about it where? you know where things come from like do you look at the history of some stuff and you're like what the fuck like uh, give me an example like like the fact that we still have a hollywood sign when it was called hollywood land and it was like meant to segregate so that non-white people couldn't go oh i didn't know that you didn't know that it's a fucking racist ass it's a racial it's a racial sign look it up oh shit yeah that's crazy yeah I mean, look at all the freeways. So you notice like the Chavez Ravine, like Boyle Heights, L.A., East L.A. Um, Have you noticed all the freeways run through there? Because that's where all the Latin, the Latin and black people and the poor people live. So they're like, Mm -hmm. fuck these people. That's why all the freeways run through there. The 710, when they built the 710, Mm -hmm. it stops right at Pasadena where all the white people lived. That's why it never ran. It's supposed to run all the way through. Mm-hmm. That's it why just it's, stops. It just yeah, stops yeah. there. It's so but, weird. But you go to freaking Boyle Heights, there's 38 freeways. You know? Like, you're like, what the <laughs> you fuck? You go to fucking Downey, there's an yeah. intersection in every intersection. Yeah, yeah it's freaking crazy. It's you know? crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, have you ever had an idea and then you followed through and you still progress on it until today? Like, you still create it? Yeah. 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 I've had a couple a couple idea concepts that uh, I I did mock ups. I started them and then uh, I sold them off. Oh, okay. Right. But then I was like, oh, that was a good concept. So there's got to be something else. But it's just finding, you know, I think once you start looking for something, you realize the market is saturated with that. Yeah. But because you're not actively looking in there, you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Could be anything. Could be like, oh, you know what? I like. I've always <laughs> I've always thought like. Uh, you know, they got transition sunglasses or transition mm-hmm. prescription glasses. I'm yeah. like, how come they don't make car windows like that? True. Why not? You, you know what? <laughs> Why not? That'd be fucking sweet, Dude, right? That's a good idea. Right? Someone's going to fucking steal it from the show, bro. Dude, they got to have like, they got to have like paper that does that because then you can't like, I don't know. I just, or like those, uh, have you ever seen those um, like uh, glass that when you turn on something, it like turns into yeah. like white or dark? Uh, I'm sure they have those in super expensive cars, but they're probably super expensive. Yeah. I've seen the uh, the BMW, the electric one that changes the uh, color of the car. Oh yeah, which yeah. is interesting. I was like, oh shit, is it LED? I mean, kind of stupid, but <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know why you'd want to change a car mm-hmm. color for, but yeah, but yeah, for me, the way ideas work is that you have to feed it, you have to constantly feed it because if you have an idea and you just let it sit, not follow through, it'll just die inside of your head. And it just rots your brain, in my opinion. Oh, I think, I think, here I go with the there fucking, go. I think, bro, I knew <laughs> that's coming up soon. <laughs> but I, if you put it in that, like in that term, I think you're just like, uh, like downplaying yourself because I, some, some ideas are meant, are meant to die. Yeah. Some ideas. I, I think, I think you, and you have to know when you're like, ah, okay. What um, about ideas that pertains to your own happiness? Like. For example, um, 
chasing your dream or like uh, but is that an idea or is that an action it starts off as an idea everything starts off as an idea or a thought right yeah see, I, what, I, like i feel like they're two different you. ones though right you, you think like, so yeah because i, always, I don't think you have an thing. idea like you know what i got an idea that i want to be happy like that's not an idea asshole. <laughs> that's like that's a state of mind yeah that yeah do you know what i mean that's what Mm -hmm. i'm saying right i think what about like for example um i wonder what would make me happy but i think that requires internal reflection i don't think you can have a course of action to make that happen right i think you can have things oh this makes me happier but Mm -hmm. is like oh i don't know i I, I think it's a good question right one one thing that uh people misconstrued is that they think that the concept of happiness is tied into something physical within this world, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 say like, oh, if I get that Lambo, if I or if I get that Tesla, or if I get that whatever, they would be happy. And I think it's that's the wrong way of thinking because it's just material stuff. I think happiness have to start within you. But every everything's everything we have is material. Not necessarily. There are things that are untangible, like, like the the things that, like for example, the friends that you have; those are untangible, like the connection that you have with people. How, how many of those friends are you gonna have if you're not wearing clothes? Probably some. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? They, they like, accept you for who you are. It's fine. Yeah, I know, but it's I, I I constantly struggle with it with these two concepts because um, material things they shouldn't define you, but they do. Mm-hmm. And everyone that looks at you defines you by the material things you have as well. Yeah. Right? Um, like, if you live in the projects, mm-hmm. you get treated different than you live in the fucking mansion. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though the guy or girl in the projects is be fucking way smarter than a mansion person, but you get treated different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned this when I was, uh, I remember in college, I think I was in freshman in college, I used to drive this 86 Chevy Sprint. Like, oh yeah, they were laughing at you, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the fucking it was a stick shift. It was a three cylinder, five speed fucking car. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was at a stop sign, and some fucking girls were walking across. They were laughing at me, and I was like, "Fucking bitches," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, "Damn," you know. Through that, did you actually um, learn something? Where like, or when you got hurt by them laughing at you? No, but you know how sad that I still remember. Because he has an emotional connection to it, too. Or you still have it in your garage. What, the sprint? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm going to fucking make these motherfuckers remember me. I put twin turbos in this shit. (laughs) I'll make it fly like the DeLorean and freaking Back to the Future, I put a Lambo door kit on it. (laughs) But, like, what did it teach you in that aspect where, like, they, they were laughing at you? What did you do to prove them wrong or, like, fucking improve you know i realized that your reaction to something is solely your responsibility yeah right definitely so yeah um you can take that situation or any situation and let it tear you down Mm -hmm. or you can make it like okay that's fine you can laugh all you want you know or not or just not even care which is the hardest thing to do for people there's some people that have this great oh that's the most like scariest person is when someone doesn't care well, that's the best. That's, that's the, you at your best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think over time I've gone there. We're like, I don't really care. And I always my whole quote and saying to people is like, you don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me. Yeah. And there's two different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And like 
th- that's how I feel. Like I'm, I always tell people, I'm, I'm a light switch. I'm either on or I'm off, and mm-hmm. there's no in between. I, I don't have a dimmer. I don't mm-hmm. like. I, I am who I am. You either like me or you don't. One thing that inspired me about you is that you know you told yeah. me that you created those cars. Like you build them from ground up, right? You you bought them broken and you build them up, right? You yeah. build the engine. And for me, in that concept, that's actually an inspiration within itself. Even though it was a fucking beater car. I don't fucking care. Fuck, you know how hard it is to freaking uh, fix a car? Yeah, but you know, like, I, I've been tearing shit apart my whole life. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, you know, but, but most of the time, I couldn't put it back together. Yeah. Right? I used to get, when I was a kid, I used to get in trouble. My mom used to tell me that, like, she used to tell me in Spanish that there's, like, this, uh, uh, this king and everything he touched turned to gold. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't know, she told me in Spanish, yeah. but she's like, but not you. She <laughs> said, everything you touch turns to shit because I would just fucking break everything. I had this obsession when I was a kid. I always tell my mom, um, hey, mom, can you buy me an RC car or like something that is mechanical? And then I just break it. Like I, I wanted to know what is running it and how it's run and the the circuits that are inside and how how it works. I just wanted to understand the whole concept, but over time it kind of died because she, she kind of killed it for me. It's like you know I'm spending so much fucking money and you're freaking just breaking your damn toys. Yeah. So you know I kind of just stop it from there. Instead of feeding, imagine if if she fed that idea. Okay, like my kid is uh, pretty interested in like opening the toys or like learning about the mechanical stuff about it. What what would happen if you actually fed that? Yeah, interesting. That's right? interesting concept. Yeah, right. So especially when there's when you're so young, because I think mm-hmm. that's when you're really like you're shaping your mind to think. Yeah, right? you're pliable, and and it's crazy because I used to talk to myself like, "How does this work?" And my mom would would talk to me. It's like, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "No, I'm talking to myself." Skelter, you'd be like, "Oh, that little <laughs> that little that little kid sitting down." I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like you see that video? <laughs> there's like a little kid, and he's like, "Bye, friends!" And, <laughs> oh, the, shit. and the dad's like. Who are you talking to? Like, <laughs> but he like literally looked at the dad yeah. and scared his shit. got scared. He's fucking hair standing Yeah, up. but that's interesting that you say that. That You're right. I don't think people feed young people enough. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what's so crazy? Kids have the most craziest ideas and the most craziest um, like, like profound ideas that would actually inspire someone to you know look at it in a aspect where like oh shit that's very cool man it's crazy because like i could give you one example this there's this page that i follow so he tells his son to draw whatever right and then he's an artist within himself he's an animator he uh creates uh, anime and stuff and then he he lets the son draw something it's like fucking stick figures yeah and then he he like he uh, transcribes it into something bigger like a nicer um anim anime um drawing and it's like fuck that's crazy like if I, if that was me right now i couldn't even think of that but the kid started it first the, yeah the dad just refined it you it's, know it's interesting because i think those are all steps necessary for success so mm-hmm. if you want to tie it into success you can have a concept but i think um just from what you said alone you you need people to help you take something you conceptualize to an actual like something like physical that you can see touch taste or smell or hear mm-hmm. or whatever but it requires i think what happens is it requires you to be able to reach out to people for help 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes people don't want to do that for a lot of different reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do. It's interesting you say that because I do think that that's that's a great analogy because I think in order for you to be successful, there's always a team behind a successful person. Mm-hmm. It's never. I know we all like the underdog story of like, oh, I made it from the bottom to the yeah. top, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it still requires a team. One thing that I've recognized in every successful person, they always have a mentor and different aspects in in their life because they can't be an expert in everything, right? Yeah. So they're expert at their own craft, but they can't be experts in other other stuff because that would take everything from their own craft. So therefore they have to have mentors, right? There's a that, that word gets thrown out a lot, mentors. Yeah, men- mentorship, I think mentorship can also be like friendship, meaning like, you know, you you have to have connections like you said connections to people who have the the like the tools or the the stuff that you might need in in the future to hone your own craft right yeah i also feel a mentor can be it can be somebody younger than you or older than you yeah. but it's got to be someone who made you better mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know? like, like i always feel like i i had i have a mentor or i had a mentor and he's like he was a, a customer of mine, but we sat down. He's the one that told me to slow down when I was eating. Oh, okay, okay. Right. I always felt like that dude mentored me. He didn't even know. He doesn't know, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I feel like he mentored me because he was a little older than me, and he and he came from, like, the same kind of area, and he was successful. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I can relate to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he gave me a different perspective of looking at problems and situations and stuff like that, you uh-huh. know? Okay. I see you as my mentor. Yeah, not just a friend, but also Mama, my mentor. You better pay your bill. <laughs> Me- mentor membership is due. It's done. Sign your subscription. <laughs> you're like, what you think this can is you're for? Sh- you're sharing your fucking password everywhere. Well, I think you're a mentor too. I, I think I, I think you have a great story, and I think like what story? <laughs> like your story of life. Like I, you, there's a lot of people don't know about you, and for re- whatever reason, we all have our book, and we only mm-hmm. we only let people read certain pages. But I think you have a great book and a great story. Oh, thanks, man. Shit, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I never really, I just like to share. I mean, everybody wants to share about themselves, right? I Th- think that's that, why the shows are successful. Yeah, it right? is. Yeah, because people love to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm, and they, they uh, hone that concept of like learning how to talk about themselves in an intricate way where like the, the receiver will actually fully understand where you're coming from. Well, practice makes improvement. That's exactly. My, that's my favorite Never quote. Never fucking perfect. You no. know what's funny? I, I heard that ever since I was a kid. I've never what? heard like practice makes perfect. No, no, no. Pra- practice makes improvement because yeah. I remember um, when I was in middle school. I think it was my science teacher. He he told the class practice makes, and then everybody said perfect. No, yeah, improvement. <laughs> improvement. Yeah. Every single time you practice, you improve over time. And the moment you think that you're you're perfect, you're not because when you achieve the perfection part there is no more progress you will never progress when you think that you're perfect i don't know i don't i disagree because why because when you're like i can still give 110 (laughs) percent but but you know it's going on on practice and perfection and making it easy like these people that talk about themselves and are great speakers Mm mm-hmm they practice that over and oh, you know definitely. and and it's weird i think um you know this guy the wall street trapper you heard yeah, of him? yeah yeah okay 
So I, I talked came, about him. In yeah, last I, I came across one of his videos, but like I realized, and then I started looking for more. I was hungry for more information, mm-hmm. and it was the same spill. And then like I, I had just watched one of his earlier like raw ones, right? Mm-hmm. And then like I can see his progression. It's the same message. It's just it, you know, he just catered it a little more, a little different to the masses, right? But yeah. it's the same message. Yeah. It's the same thing as uh, public speaking or uh, like stand-up comedy, like or any type of like performance entertainment. They have to re- rehearse that shit, yeah, so that they hone it. I used to be a break dancer before, and bro, I'm gonna let me go get my cardboard. We're gonna see, <laughs> but I love to dance. I love to dance before, and then I come up with uh, choreography stuff. And my friend, my cousin, actually, he not really cousin but he's like we grew up together you know i just considered my cousin um but he um he's like dude you know you could, you could be a fucking good dancer but i was shy mm-hmm. and that, that's the one that was uh holding me back was my shyness which i i wish i could have not been shy it's weird I was like an when introvert it, but when does that happen in our life right because i don't know i always find it odd I see some, you see some kids, they don't give a fuck, hair's all fucked up. Yeah. They got food on their face. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. And at some point in our life, we start to care. Yeah, because uh, the people that love us criticize us instead of supporting us. Yeah. You know? Or, or like you said earlier, feeding us, right? Yeah. Like, they, they, they take the things away from you because they thought it was wrong. Mm. Because in their eyes, it was wrong. But in truth, in actual truth, it was your true essence. Yeah. You would, you, it's just been clipped away from you. Imagine if every fucking kid, like, if they had an idea, mom, dad, you know, I have this crazy idea, but, you know, like, like, instead of, like, criticizing them, like, telling them, like, dude, that's not the way you should think, or that's not, that's not, that's not a good idea, why not feed them? Sounds like a little dicky story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take his bar mitzvah money. (laughs) Take his bar mitzvah money and fucking make music videos. Make a rap album, yeah. (laughs) But look how, how, um, you know, successful it is now. Yeah. He has a fucking TV show. I I think, I think. (laughs) Here you go again. Yeah. Uh, I feel that people that do things well, we take for granted. I'll give you, I'll give an example. Like, uh, we started this podcast, like, I think everyone hears Joe Rogan. He's got 660 million views, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. hears him and he makes it look easy. Mm -hmm. And then when you try it yourself, you're like, shit, man. This is hard. It it requires some work. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't show you all that work that he's reading books of people in advance of them coming on the show. Like watching documentaries. Yeah. Documentaries. Yeah. I think all, I think we just assume all he does is work out, do fights. Hey, go to sauna. Whoa. Sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Work out, go to fights. Like, uh, and do his podcast. Yeah. And we forget that there he's putting in work to make that look that easy. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had a friend who started a podcast and I listened to it and uh, I was like, fuck, this sounds like trash, right? Mm-hmm. And then I had to fucking stop myself, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, everyone got to start somewhere. Yeah. Right? And so as opposed to saying like, oh, it doesn't sound good or, do, or don't do this or don't do that. Like you, you almost want to be more encouraging than uh, critiquing. Right. Yeah, you have to you have to um, learn how to listen and actually think about the concept of oh I could always learn from someone from everyone no no, ma- no matter if it's a subject that I'm a master in maybe they might know something that I don't know about let me let me dig into their concept or their way of doing things and maybe it might tailor into something to mine so I could just incorporate that tool 
and be a multi-tool and actually build it from there, right? Like I, one thing I really love to do is hang out with my godson because not only I'm like a, a coach or like, you know, a grown up, I try to embrace my younger self because I never had that. I never had a coach. I never had someone who actually tells me like, hey, this is how you do it. Take ownership or like do things. The only thing I had was a dog. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of dogs. Yeah, yeah. Those were my fucking friends. Yeah, but um, I did have someone. It was a it makes old sense man. why you're always shitting in people's yards. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? I never do that. I just fertilize their yard, man. I'm doing their fa- them a favor. It's a it's a lawn <laughs> structure, bro. <laughs> but like, I try to give him something that I never had when I was a kid. So it's kind of like a restart a little bit, you know, but also a trial run because I don't have a kid myself yet. So when that I you do, know of, oh, shit, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one time we poured it up in Japan. Mm-hmm. But uh, like he gives me ideas of like, oh, you need to unlearn the shit that you, you've learned in your past. It's the hardest thing to do, huh? Oh, yeah, it's definitely the hardest thing. And the, the thing about it, unlearning, the concept of unlearning those things is the concept of healing, too. When you're actively healing, you're actively unlearning the things that your brain is wired to do. Like, for example, you said triggers, right? Know your triggers. The process of knowing your triggers, you have to go back and see, like, oh, this, this shit has been hindering me for a long time. What should I do to get rid of it or or not get rid of it because it's impossible but what should i do what protocol should i do to actually you know not hinder myself you find that you find you have those when it comes to work um when it comes to work i actually embrace the concept of dealing with my emotions in a way where like if you're in a stressful situation embrace the concept of jujitsu which is fucking cliche as 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 as, Bro, you know. this show's over. I got it. <laughs> but it's it's like it like you're like water, not water. Per that was a, se. that was a joke. <laughs> All right, was Bruce a, Lee. That was a Bruce Lee. Joke. <laughs> Be like water, my friend. That's a good book, though. It was uh written not written by uh Janet Lee, the daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, have you read it? I don't think so. I might no. I think I've seen the. The ESPN had the short on him. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But you should read that book. It's very. It, it brings you back into his life because he wrote a lot of journals, but he never published it. He had a crazy life too. We don't, it's so weird. We don't think about it. Like he was, he was mixed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he was half uh, bridge, right? Uh, half white, ha- half white, half, half Chinese, half white, half Chinese. Didn't mm-hmm. fit in anywhere. I think it's a story that relates to a lot of people. Yeah. I think now we're more, culturally diverse than we were even 10 15 years ago because mm-hmm. i always remember struggling with this because i always i have the whitest name but i grew up speaking spanish my whole life mm-hmm. you know and i never quite fit in like uh i'm not quite white enough not quite latin enough not quite black enough like not i'm just Como se llama? yeah <laughs> right? <Chris Krell>. <laughs> <laughs> right i grow a freaking mustache i look puerto rican you know and so i i think a lot of those conflicts are internal but um, cultural conflicts are tough, right? Yeah, like my is. Spanish is different. Central American Spanish is different mm-hmm. from Mexican Spanish, and and then like um, I I always remember like there's a song you know uh, Jack Harlow has a song and he says the the ones that hate me the most look just like me, 
Exactly. And it's that weird, right? And so it goes now kind of like just looping it back. It goes back to that's how our childhood was because our parents didn't allow us to grow. It's almost like they hated you for being different. Yeah, exactly. Right? They want you to be the same as them because or, they want you to be a mirror. Or, or whatever their uh, their vision of uh, success is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, you need to be, a, you know, like, let's say your people are like, you need to be a nurse. <laughs> That's fucked up. Hey, hey, is, it, is it true? Nurse or accountant. Yes, Those are the right? two things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you just went total Filipino accent right now. <laughs> Nurse or accountant. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is uh, someone asked me, it's like, you're Filipino, right? I was like, yeah. And you had like, like spaghetti where, where, and hot dog in your mouth? No, no. <laughs> Where, where where are you from? I'm like, Saipan. How come you don't have an accent? I'm like, uh, Saipan is near Guam, and Saipan is a U.S. territory, so therefore we speak English over there. <laughs> and then I, I just be a smart ass. He's like, if you know your own history of World War II, how we won the war, you would know where Saipan is at. A lot of people, we don't, we're not good at history, though. No, we're not. That's why we in repeat, general, we, right? we repeat it over and over again. Well, and we also look at a map that was made to make the U.S. look so big when, like, the rest of the country is fucking like, huge. Yeah, but it's huge, right? Like, yeah, like the U.S. is not as big as we think it is. Yeah, it's it's like Australia within itself is like fucking almost the size of the U.S. Is it really? Yeah, dude. See, it's like that's huge. crazy. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, that explains why them kangaroos are crazy. <laughs> the fucking yoke yeah. looking like Nate Diaz yeah. is running around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's interesting man I, i'm still like stuck on this concept of uh, like not getting fed the right um like the right things to grow mm-hmm. yeah i mean for me the way i do it now is like when when you when you said about like parents they want to mold you into being the same as them right they see a mirror so what they do is they try to uh create themselves you know they want to build themselves and make them exactly like you or similar and the way i see it is that the things that triggers me about someone or some a person is something that either was my past or something that i lack that's what triggers me you know and then i've noticed that like in what in what sense though in in aspects like for example one of the example i could say is like we had this intern in our um in my job and he's super braggadocious. You know, he's like super cocky. And, you know, he he says this, he says that, I have this, I have that. And I was like, fuck, that was my 25-year-old self right there. I've, I, I actually see myself in him. And I was like, at first I was kind of getting triggered because he always cuts me off every time I talk, right? So, like, and not only that, he like fucking spikes every idea that I have. So I'm like, all right. Because... He's in the military too, and he's in the process of getting out. So he's kind of like big headed a little bit. Life hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I see myself in him a lot because I was like that when I was at his age. But why does that bother you though? What, no, it bothered me because I saw myself. And, it's and like, fuck, like, damn. Have you ever seen, like, for example, have you ever seen something that you didn't want to see in your face? Have I ever seen something I didn't want to see in my face? Yeah, like a fucking wrinkle or like a pimple or something that is like very obvious within your your face. Don't you get frustrated? Mm-mm. Oh, 
God damn it. <laughs> like, hey, it's know. like, oh, fuck my lazy eye. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, whatever. What am I going to do? You yeah. Know? Or no, you, you think about like, oh, what would people think? Or like, fuck, man, my image is, is distorted now. Uh, this is not how I am. Or, you know, so it kind of bothers me. It's kind of like that, in my opinion. It's kind of like that, in that way. So I, I always feel... <laughs> I always feel You said I always feel You didn't say I think Okay You're okay. good You're right hey, Alright I'm good you, you got Woo. it You got it You always feel I always feel After I read that book What happened to you It changed my perspective On a lot of things How In what aspect How I think we look at so, uh, Let me just uh, put it uh, In relation to your story Because I don't I don't know I, I don't know him And I don't know you At the workforce But uh, when I, let's say I come across someone like, I wonder what, like, and they just brag about stuff and they cut people off and I sit there like, like, instead of saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are you like that? More like, I wonder why they're like that. What in their life made them like that? You know? Mm-hmm. And then you find out, like, I don't know this, but let's say you find out uh, the, 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 the veteran comes from a family of, you know, 48 Greek people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just, they all have to yell and cut <laughs> each other off, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and so you just don't, I, I, I think... We assume based on we well, only what we can see, but not the whole picture. Yeah, and I, so I think those are just things you just have to take into consideration. Yeah, I mean that's that's the logical sense of way of thinking about it. But the more um, empathetic way of actually thinking about it is trying to apply it to yourself, right? To to have that connection of like knowing the boundaries and limits of what you could say or do to a person, you have to see yourself within their shoes. Right. That's 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 the way I see things. It's like I see a reflection of me, like some parts like you, for example, I see a reflection of me. You know, I'm only one percent Islander. Bro. <laughs> You're an island boy <laughs> trying per- to make it one percent Cuban, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like it's it's in a metaphysical aspect or in an abstract way of thinking about it. But when you see yourself in a person. For example, if you see uh, another person across the seat, uh, another person across the street who's doing something fucked up, right? Like stealing gas, because gas prices right now is fucking high, right? Yeah. What is that person going through? Like, why are they doing that, right? And you know, if you see you in that person, you would be like, oh, you're more um, empathetic a little bit, kind of like, oh fuck, man, that's kind of crazy that he's doing that. But you know, let me try to understand. You know, yeah. Some people just—I think we all have. We people go through shit, mm-hmm. and some people just—they go through too much shit, and then some people just get caught up doing shit that we all did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right? I always feel like uh, uh, I've stole I, something. Shit. I, yeah, I, like I don't—I don't drink and drive, but let's say like DUIs, right? I think. <laughs> Like <laughs> some people like get caught in a DUI, mm-hmm. and everyone gives them a pass because you're like, "Oh fuck, I've drove and drunk before too," right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think some people just get caught, and I think then we judge people too much. We, mm-hmm. you know, I think we judge people too much. I had a guy one time. I don't know how old I was. I must have been working, but uh, he tried to rob me. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like, so how'd you get out of that situation? Uh, he, he's like, "Give me your wallet," right? And so you know, my, like he had a gun and shit. I was like. I'm gonna fucking fuck this guy up right now, mm-hmm. and I said, I told him, "Hey, hey uh, I only have ones and fives. Which ones do you want?" And he's like, "Give me your fucking wallet." I said, "I only got ones and fives. Do you want the ones or the fives?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just fucking Jedi mind trick. Yeah, him. 
and, and so I started making him thinking. And then I said, dude. And then, like, when he started thinking, then I realized, okay, now he's thinking. So now he's not uh, in a high sense. He kind of de-escalated de yeah, the situation. Now, now he's in, I said, hey, dude, put the gun away, bro. I'm like, listen, I only got $8. I got a five and three ones. You can, you can have it all. Or if you, if you need the money, I'll buy you something. Or But just put the gun away, dude. You don't want to go to jail for fucking $8. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when he started thinking about it, like, fuck, it's eight bucks, you know? Yeah, exactly. He went, put the gun away, fucking left. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I told people, like, dude, you're fucking dumb. You need to fucking die. I'm like, dude, like. If, you're, if it's your time, it's your time. And I just think, I always just feel people are people. We're Man, all people. That's, that's crazy how, like, you, you dealt with that situation. And, and for me, like, I couldn't imagine myself in that, that situation. Oh, I've been. Like, I got robbed, you know, and then just fucking. <laughs> reason with them like yeah. do you want a five or the ones <laughs> no you know i'm watching his finger and what, what he's doing mm. and his hands are shaking and yeah he didn't want to be there but he's just struggling but you, you just don't know yeah you don't know yeah. you know and so but really I, we're willing to send all kinds of money to people in other countries to help and not help people here yeah or you not know? help yourself yeah or help yourself you know something some situations you can avoid like i always i've always told myself like nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m mm-hmm. right so if you're going to be out and about, like, hey, don't go put fucking gas at 2 in the morning somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, those are just, like, things you got to be aware of. Because yeah. I remember growing up, like, I, and I know people who don't get, who have nothing to lose. Yeah. So when you work yourself from the bottom and, and you become somebody somewhere or to some or or something, there's somebody on the bottom who doesn't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy could have easily shot me. Yeah. You know? He could have just shot you for $8 and, and then and it, it'll be a crime and then he don't care he probably will never see me again you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. now it's a, there's cameras everywhere except when they need them they don't work you know <laughs> yeah exactly when someone accidentally hanged themselves yeah. it's like wow yeah <laughs> somebody shoots up a subway <laughs> with 400 cameras and the three that he's on aren't working yeah you ever thought about like if the world was a perfect place where like there was no struggle what would happen That's hard to think because it's so chaotic here. You know, it's crazy because... And you get people with envy and greed and people want more than they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it at you see it at the store. I remember when I was younger, like some produce was seasonal, mm-hmm. right? Like you can only get strawberries in strawberry season and then you can only get avocados every so often. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fucking chemist came in and fucked it up by modifying GMO and everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and now you can go to the store and you can get strawberries all year yeah yeah and so but i think there's a people have this uh, ability to just want more than they need Mm -hmm. actually uh in that podcast that you mentioned about mike tyson and joe rogan right he actually mentioned this utopian uh experiment that they did using mouse or mices Uh right where like everything is good they have food they have water everything but throughout time Mices started segregating themselves from other mices, and then they were going to war with each other. Yeah, because there's no struggle. There was no struggle. Um, I think struggle is necessary for growth. Not only that, for bonding with other people, mm. right? So if you struggle, so for example, that I can give is like people who gone to war together and came back have the more stronger bonds than anybody else. Because they've been in a position where their 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 bonds were tested, right? So, what I'm saying is that when everything is too perfect, we look for struggle, right? Isn't that 
what we live in now where like everything literally in my opinion here in america we live pretty fucking good we live pretty good yeah pretty fucking good versus where the third world country that i used to live in you know where i had to fight for food i have to steal i have to do things that i didn't want to do in order to just fucking survive yeah right i have to see things that i don't want to see I have to do things that I didn't want to do. I think I think a lot of people go through that. Yeah, a lot. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people, but there's also a lot of people that did, that that hasn't gone through struggle. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, great. I, I think those struggles just to make you appreciate what you have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And also, um, like, know that there's someone out there that's probably going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the process of like knowing that oh, you know. Struggle is necessary, and you can't hinder it. You know, you have to let them struggle themselves and not try to coach them only when they need help. So, for example, like the kid aspect of me, where, like, if if I was struggling on trying to learn something, if my mom intervened and said, okay, just feed my idea, imagine what I could have been today. I could have been a fucking crazy motherfucker. <laughs> That will build shit. I'll I'll or, be or, I'll be Elon or, Musk or or break shit apart, right? Yeah, like, or break shit apart, right? But yeah. Do you th- do you do you think that you're just uh, holding yourself back because of that? No, I'm not. I'm not holding myself back because I'm looking for other aspects. What I do is I actually conceptualize it in a in a way where like it's very weird. It's more imagination. So I always see myself in multiple phases, like. The way I see myself is like, oh, if I actually took this course of action in my past, it already happened. And therefore, there's another fucking version of me and some other fucking timeline. And, you know, like it just branches out. But it's my imagination. And sometimes people are hindered, I think, because they don't want to feel selfish. Mm. And I I personally don't think there's anything wrong with being selfish. I think we're just... um, we're just taught not to be selfish. No, I don't think so. A hundred percent. Like they tell you to share, do this when you're a kid. Like if you're like, I, I was always a loner, always a loner mm-hmm. my whole life. You know, that's why my dog, when I picked my dog, he was a loner in the litter. Right. Like I, I, I think when you start taking care of yourself, people view you as selfish. Like you're in a relationship. Let's say you want to go work out. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be like, Oh, you never want to hang out. You just want to work out. They say you're selfish mm-hmm. or like you do something like you only think about yourself. You're being selfish. And I personally think that you have to be selfish because that's the only way to, to you're going through an internal struggle to get somewhere and you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And most people spend their whole time taking care of other people and not themselves. Yeah. And so they then they get lost themselves. Yes. Yeah. They get well, they get lost. And then when you finally figure out you're lost and you're looking at a map to go back, it's too fucking late. Mm. Like the song says, it says, uh, the good news is you've come a long way. Mm. The bad news is you went the wrong way. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. Right? That's super deep, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you sit there and, and you can attribute that to school too. Like you can spend, let's call it, let's just call it four years in school. Let's say you want to appease your family and you go four years of school to be a scientist. Mm-hmm. And then you go do a scientific job and realize you fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Right? Take another course of action. You got to do something. You got to do something. Yeah. Uh, as long as you start. Like if when you have that idea of like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. I, when 
when you see yourself where you're in a position that you're uncomfortable or you don't like being that character, then change. I, I read something. Uh, let me see if I find Oh, yes, here it is. Um, I don't know who this guy is. Let's give him credit. Brandon Carter. Mm-hmm. King Keto. <laughs> <laughs> but he, it's pretty good. I, okay. I It's so good I screenshotted it. Yeah. But it says, from now on, try to schedule your month with these. Okay. And he's got one, two, three, four, five, six bullet points. All right. So from now on, try to schedule your month with these. Like a one lunch date with a friend. Mm-hmm. 24 hours, no social media. One day outdoors, one movie night, one day serving others, and one day completely to yourself. Mm. And yeah. so like six little things that you can do in a, in a 30 day month, let's say, how many of those do you think you get done in a 30 day month? It's tough, right? Like, yeah, it's very tough. Yeah. But but it's not that tough, really. Like a lunch date with a friend is easy. Like all yeah. you have to do is schedule it. Pick up your phone, call someone, like, hey. Mm-hmm. You know, and then some people be like, oh, I don't have time. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, it's you, all right. Just move on. Yeah, do you try yeah. it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But the, I understand why people are like that. There's many times I call people just to say hi. I'm not even lying. I'll yeah. call. I'll call like some. I think that's pretty uh, uh, sweet within itself. And not only that, it makes the other person feel important. Sometimes it's Be- weird. I, I get mixed results. Yeah. I, so I, you know, I have a like a book that I do all my like daily do stuff. Not call. In. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, do not call this. No, block list. Look, red line and shit. <laughs> when the fucking feds raid my house, they're gonna be like, uh, "Hey, Jeff, we found your name with a red line through it." Fuck. But I have like a quote. It's like a quote unquote a morning routine of different things I like to do. But mm-hmm. so like I'll write down uh, like the most important thing I have to do. Right, like the most important thing. So I have to do this with no interruptions. And then I have a couple things that I need to get done that are super important in no particular order. And then I got all my other tasks. Mm. But I also put down like, um, oh, you know what? I haven't talked to so-and-so in a while. Let me just either send them a message. Mm. You know, and sometimes you call people, they won't answer. Yeah. Right. And that's that's fine because it's weird getting phone calls because everyone wants a text message. But sometimes. Your fucking ears burning and you're like, wow. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, dude, or so, I'll watch something and it'll remind me of someone. So I'll write a note like, oh, you know, call so-and-so uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'll call people and I'll be like, hey, what's up, man? I'll just call and say hi, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, what, what do you need, man? I'm like, I don't need nothing. What's crazy is that people always assume that we need something when we call. But why? Because they're conditioned that way. Well, that's because I think you it's know? just a majority of the people are like that. Yeah, right? exactly. Especially nowadays. Like, oh, why is he calling me? He might not need I, something. I had your name on call if I need somebody with a truck. Okay. No, I, I had. <laughs> <laughs> the lost fucking <laughs> treadmill under the bridge. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. But, but anyway, going back to the concept. But anyway. <laughs> but going back to the concept of uh, you saying selfish. Yes. I don't think we're born selfish. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think it's. So w- what happens is um, we are conditioned, like you said, you know, oh, you need to share. Oh, you need to give this. Oh, you need to give your time. So therefore, you're, you're overly sharing and you leave yourself with nothing. So you have to condition yourself on not oversharing, not people pleasing and learning that there are boundaries to the things that you need to do so that you could actually put the time and effort to yourself to become a better person and to become a better person for those who love you and better person for those who need you. So that's that's one of the things that that I've been struggling with before is that you know i overly share myself that i leave myself with nothing Mm. and i actually 
thought about it so hard that I'm like, fuck, it's so fucking true. I need to lay down boundaries now. That, that, I was going to say, that's, I think that's the one important thing there is you got to have, you got to know your boundaries. Yeah. Like knowing your triggers, you have to mm-hmm. know your boundaries. Yeah. Too, you so know? like, because I was so conditioned in the past that you have to be, be a, a good and their concept of good is like, oh, you got to give everything. Meaning, leave yourself with nothing and give everyone around you everything you got. From your time, your effort, your fucking energy. Even though they're toxic, you have to be good, right? Yeah, hell no. So, yeah. now it's like, fuck, now I need to lay down the line. Sometimes I, I, I need to learn how to be like selfish. Selfishness is not really a bad thing. Always, They always put... A negative context to it because like it, it can be though yeah it can, it can be like like, it, like when like you're hurting someone or no or let's just say like well i like you know gambling i like i work hard and i like to gamble i'm like okay dick that, <laughs> that, you know well I mean? you're you're fucking using your fucking money <laughs> yeah, for the wrong yeah. reasons and you're, you're in the red away, you're in the yeah. red bro yeah. yeah but there are certain things but, yeah. for sure but i think if you're doing something like let's say hey um i'm investing in something yeah or, or just investing in yourself it could be anything you can read mm-hmm. a book you can just Want to go sit down and have coffee or yeah. go to the park or go yeah. for a bike Call ride? Call someone. Yeah. Do whatever. I think, mm-hmm. I, I feel like though all those are important. I think we get away from take, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I think um, uh, Snoop Dogg said this. He said, um, trust people with their true nature. Meaning like if, if someone does something to you, for example, they sounds did. Sounds like a DMX quote. Was it DMX? Yeah. Oh. I think it was DMX. But he, he's. He said, um, yeah, I think it was DMX. Yeah, you're right. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> Trust people with, with <laughs> their, 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 their <laughs> true nature. But people going to show you exactly who they is. Yeah. God, that's a horrible DMX impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> you got to add in that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he said, like, trust their true nature. So if they act a certain way around you, trust it. You yeah. know, if they act sketchy, they're fucking sketchy. If they act mean, then they're mean. You know, trust their nature. But do you feel that's true, though? In some context, in in a certain level, not fully, because at certain levels, people are going through something. I think know? everyone is, and yeah. and also when I just know from from growing up, sometimes when you grow up in a bad neighborhood, your your head's always on a swivel. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you're talking about people that go to war together. I think it's the same thing when you come from the inner city or you come from a ghetto, like. Mm-hmm. You have PTSD because you're in survival mode all every fucking time. day. Yeah, and like I don't think people realize that about war. You're in survival mode every fucking day, and I don't think your body's made to endure that year over year over year. Right from since boot camp, man. But I'm, yeah, well, that's what that they're training. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now you're actually there. Like now you're sitting there, and like your friend's not your friend who's sitting next to you yesterday is gone. gone yeah. Right, he's not getting replaced. There's not a new guy coming nope. in. Right, nope. There and, would never be another friend like that. And and life is like that too. Like you grow up and like I, I mean I'm so many friends were like gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like and they're you know 14, 15 gone. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not and it doesn't hit you that hard to even get them much older and you're like, "Damn." And then there's a a stretch between let's call it 18 to like 18 to 35 where you're just cool. And then like you start getting 40 and over and then people start you start knowing your age start dying, you're like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. Like this is some real shit. Yeah, you know. One thing that um, someone said, I believe it was Jocko. He said this. He's like, the reason why I wake up at four thirty a.m. every fucking morning, 
because my friends never did. So in order for me to honor them, is that I have to live the life that they why, never had. Why you got to try to sound like him, dude? Exactly, dude. Because it, it's, it's but so that's true. It, but that's him, bro. That's crazy. No, no, no. That's but, good, dude. But, that, he's crazy. But in my opinion, there there is a truth to it. Just like you say where, you know, some people would love to have the life that you have, right? So always be grateful for what you have. Same thing goes where there are some people in your life or you had in your life that passed away and they never had like they never lived the life so therefore in order for you to honor them you have to live the life that they never had Meaning, yeah i don't I, I can't do that i think it, i believe it, in, i think in my opinion the way i see it the reason why you're so successful in your own aspect and i see you as a successful person is because you you see everything you went through the darkness Right, so you actually move on from that and build something bigger, so that you would prevent the people that you love around you from being in that darkness. Well, you never want to be in the darkness. It's, it's, exactly, but it's, that it's affects horrible. you forever. Yeah, it does. Right, and it then does. like, I don't think people realize like, okay, so you know, you'll see the quotes and be like, oh, I'm the one person that's going to take my family out of poverty, but you, there's a lot of things that you do as a person that's going to affect those behind you. And you don't realize it's subconscious, right? Because mm -hmm. you're subconsciously living a life uh, that you don't live anymore. Yeah. Like you don't think I go places and I'm looking at exits and doors and people and stuff like, and that's just nature, right? Yeah, that's you. But yeah. I, I think to be successful, if you. I would, I would love to have you around in a fucking party because you already know what the fuck to do if, if shit happens, run. right? Run. Exactly. Yeah. Know the exits, motherfucker. <laughs> run. <laughs> So like, but people panic. I think people panic. Well, I always say the number one thing that gets people in trouble is they panic. Yeah, they don't think. They just, it, it, it could be any any scenario. Whether yeah. like like uh, a fucking gazelle, you're like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> they panic. You yeah, know? they do. They don't have that implanted uh, conditioning of like knowing what what would happen when and, shit hits the fan. And there's some things that are going to be beyond your control, and you just got to be like, okay, cool. You just got to like, all right, plan D. I don't so, know. Through the past that happened, like, for example, for your your past, in a way where, like, it fed your ideas, how did that affect you, in a way? Of what happened to me that fed my ideas? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I need more. I, I need, uh, in like, a context of being successful, how did your past affect you? Um... I'm not sure I understand, but I think the only way I can really comprehend, you know, and I said it in the beginning of the show was like, it's the way you do all the little things that make the difference for the big thing. Right. But what started you off to do those little things? I, I don't know. I think it's just, it's just how my brain is wired. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, I've always, <laughs> I'll give an example. Like, uh, if I buy something from Ikea, I literally read the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not even and kidding. Fucking hey, Swedish. <laughs> no, not even that. Do so you, you know have what a I side do? Of Swedish meat meatballs yeah. with the fucking. <laughs> I like the little stick figures. Um, <laughs> I take all the things out, like um, the different uh, packages, and I fucking line them out and count them to make sure I have them all. Mm. Right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'll take them out and I'll stick them in the styrofoam that they give you, and I'll I'll write on the styrofoam. Oh, these are for page one through four. Page one. Right. Oh, wow. I know it's a little obsessive, but I feel this uh, attention to detail. Well, I, I feel most people don't pay attention because yeah, I can I can probably put it together and build it, 
But doing a car is the same thing. So like when I build, like when I build a car, if I'm driving down the road, and my car fucks up. I'm like, oh shit, I know exactly what it was. You yeah. know why? Because I built the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I always feel like life is like that too. Um, the only way that you can be successful and explain your success is by knowing how you got there. Yeah. Right. And so, I think I seen a quote uh, or it was a tweet from Elon, and it said, "Your your pay is directly proportional to how you solve problems." Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So your ability, to, your ability to solve a problem is how you get paid more. Because mm -hmm. like um, a McDonald's worker is not paid to solve any problems. They're paid to hit the number, give you your food. Yeah. Right. Flip the burgers. Or the machine does. I don't even know yeah. now. But uh, if you want to make money, you have to be able to solve someone's problems. Now, that can be like, hey, I made this drink mm -hmm. because people wanted something like yeah. to keep them amped up. Mm-hmm. Right, so your ability—that's yeah. a problem. You solved it. Mm -hmm. If you work at a company, and let's say, uh, let's say when I when I was in college, I worked at Enterprise Rent a Car. Your pay there is based on how well you can solve the problem, which, and the problem at the time is a, somebody needs a car for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. and now you got to go through all these steps to solve them, keep them happy, get them going. Right, so I think it's all relative. But the way you solve problems is how you're going to make money. So the only way to get there is you have to have great attention to detail. Yeah. So, like, remember we talked about this in the concept of sticking to the basics, right? Do you think that your basics has already happened? Therefore, that made you very analytical in a way where you, you have to make sure that everything is aligned, everything is labeled, everything has to be there before actually moving forward to actually solving that problem like the desk aspect of like ikea you write it down but does that all have to be there no i i think i think if you you're missing oh a shit bolt, now you're saying i think yeah, exactly I, actually i was saying that ever since <laughs> but like you said you know like if there was something missing there's gonna be a problem like the same thing as a car when when there's some bolt that is missing or some something that is missing within the chassis that car is gonna fucking break down but you you also have to realize that you can't just stop. Like, mm -hmm. oh, well, I don't, unless it's super critical, mm -hmm. right? You're not going to launch a spaceship and be like, oh, fuck, bro, I don't have an O-ring. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But going back to it, what I'm getting to is that struggle is necessary. So struggle is necessary because comfort, the moment you become comfortable within your life or in anything that you do, the more mistakes you can happen. You would be missing a bolt. Or like your attention to detail is just garbage when you're comfortable. You're just like, oh, whatever, I can do it in the back of my hands. Oh, just well, we do this, do that, and your. That's attention. why we have SOPs. Yeah, exactly, SOPs. Yeah. So have that SOP to like know the things that is happening to you, like the negative things, and have an SOP of like, okay, I'm uncomfortable right now, so let me try to solve the problem, right? Because mm -hmm. that's how you not make money in a not in a money as aspect, but the improvement aspect of your character and yourself. Yeah, I also feel you can rewire and reprogram your brain. All oh, the definitely, time, right? Definitely. And so the way you the way you've done it for ten years doesn't mean it can't be improved. There can be a more efficient way to do something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because and as technology changes and um, like learn how to incorporate the tools that you you have within your grasp to solve a problem like example there's so many fucking diys there's so many fucking life hacks that you could actually look up you know what though it's interesting you say that because 
okay, so let's say your washer's broken. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, let me check out a video. And the guys are like, I'm going to show you how to replace your dry belt, right? So you go in there and replace your dry belt. Some people can't do that. Yeah. It, it's, and that's okay. You know why? Because, like, if I watch somebody drawing something and be like, hey, today we're going to draw a forest and three eagles flying. <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, you're fucking carpal tunnels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Somebody with an artistic mind would be like, oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have to realize, like, uh, people's minds are, are made differently. That's why we're not all musicians. We're not all artists. We're not all, like, singers. We're not all mechanics. But you can if you desire I, it. Yeah, I think yes and no. I think you have to have a little bit um, of, t- of, like, I don't want to call it God-given talent, but you have to have something that's just in you. I mean, yes, uh, your an brain, idea. But your brain is wired a certain way yeah, too, right? You have to have that idea of actually seeing yourself doing that thing over and over again until the future that you actually believe in, right? But so, like, you went to jail and then now you're drawing like naked titties on people's backs, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> good for that, you, man. Does that mean you're an artist? You know? <laughs> well, you can. I've seen um, people who actually started off in jail who became artists, who actually okay. became tattoo artists. Okay, great. Right. Let me let me get to where I was going on that. Okay, go. The reason behind that is because those people, like people in jail, come up with some ingenious ways of doing things. I mean, the shit. They dude, make they're, a, they're smart. Dude, they'll make a shank out of like a styrofoam cup. You know what I mean? Like, Have you seen them create a fucking uh, sweet and spicy pork fucking noodles no no it's fucking crazy but why though you know why survival no they're well yes and struggle well they're in a confined space where they can devote their time you know how you were saying that your mom didn't want to give you more cars for you to break Mm -hmm. in jail you have all the fucking time you can you can read books you can figure out how to do it now the guy making like a uh, sweet and sour teriyaki moon fry young rice or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he might have been there five years and he figured it out, or he got the recipe for somebody who was there, who was a lifer, who was there forever. But mm-hmm. the message is the same. Like it, and it's almost what you were saying. You have to devote yourself and your mind to do to solving the problem. Yeah, the right. problem that you have within your life or within your 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 peripheral vision. If there is a problem, you got to find a way on solving that problem and making your life easier. Because if you're just letting the problem sit, you're just going to fucking kill yourself. Well, this like this is how you're successful in the food business or any mm-hmm. business, right? Like, um, how many energy drink cans are there now? Fucking ton, dude. Tons, right? Woo. And so now it becomes, now typically when, I, when you go to the store, um, the big guys own the shelf space, right? So the little guys, the only way they try to get in is by selling a dollar, dollar. You see a lot of cans for a dollar. They're just trying to get into the market. Quick question. What, yeah. what was the very first uh, uh, energy drink you ever drank? Um, Lipovitan. Oh, dude. <laughs> ah, what up, bro? With yeah, the no, glass bottle. With the glass, glass bottle, yeah. the brown glass bottle. Yeah. That's why I asked you because yeah. I was like, dude, I remember the very first fucking energy drink. But Latin Lipo people Vita. get no fucking credit for it. Oh, dude, I just, <laughs> I never knew about it. Like, <laughs> really? Until like, six you know, pack, dude, you did, like, I was like, oh, shit, those those things. I remember them when I was a kid. I yeah. used to drink them. They taste like cough syrup. <laughs> and then like two seconds later, you're like, yeah, oh, you're fuck, like fucking was, awake. You're like, oh, too much shit. <laughs> yeah but in that like in that particular like if you solve a problem that's how you make your money that's Mm -hmm. how you become successful yeah before before you solve that problem you got to acknowledge that there's a problem though right or someone has to tell it maybe maybe problem is the wrong word 
what is it? What's uh, the other word for a problem? Um, instead of a problem, hindrance, there, uh, or or something's missing, or there's um, mm, a yeah. void. There's a yeah, void. There's a void. Or there's a way to make make it more efficient for people. Like, hey, uh, let's give you an example. Like, I don't want to drink um, sixteen ounces. I only want four. I'm like Red Bulls. Are like, here you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the small. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so I I think you just have to find. Uh, a solution to something that you can make accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you search for it. They, I mean, they do that with genetically modified stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Freaking tort. I'll give you an example. Tortillas. You know, like tortillas last on the shelf. Forever. Nine months. I don't know. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but that solves a problem because people don't want to buy, go buy tortillas and then they're bad in two, mm-hmm. two, three days. Yeah. Right. So you have to be able to solve a problem. You gotta, you gotta um, actively be thinking about that problem and thinking about searching for the solution for it. And I think as not a, hoping yeah. that it will be solved. Yeah, as a person, you have to think about the problem. Is you have to find a way to make yourself happy. That's the problem. What it, is happiness in your own context? It, it's going to vary from person to person, mm-hmm. right? So some people may be like, I don't want to have debt, mm-hmm. right? It could be something like, okay, so now if you know that you want to be debt-free and that's going to like relieve you of stress and make you happier, then you have to get there. Or it could be, hey, I I really want to graduate high school. I never, I dropped out on the GD or I want to get a bachelor's. I want to get a master's. I want to get a PhD. Mm-hmm. Like all those are things that are problems to you and there's solutions to get there. Yeah. The problem is... um it's almost like in the nutritional industry, we want, um, and you go on there, you can find anything, but you want to, you want to lose weight mm-hmm. and then you, you can go and you can find out people who tell you like the only way to lose weight is caloric deficit. Mm-hmm. And then people be like caloric deficit doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So you'll find contrasting views, but the thing is you have to have the problem and you have to try to get there. If you want to lose weight, you can, you might have to try 10 diets. Yeah. You have to try everything and then. Use the things that you have learned from all the things that you went through and failed and incorporate it into the toolbox that you have to solve that problem. The, right? I think the most important thing is is what I call root cause. Oh, yeah. Right? So you really like, you have to find the root cause. What's the square root of this uh, <laughs> this oh, studio? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can find out for you. But I'm saying like the root cause, like if you overeat, like, why are you overeating? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, definitely. You, people don't think about that. They just say, oh, stop eating. But they don't really think about the trauma. Like, well, why they, Why do you use that as a, as a um, what do you call that? Uh, defense mechanism or uh, what, what is co- it? A coping mechanism? Coping mechanism, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, eating releases different chemicals in your brain. And yeah. it gives you the same effect as like. Feeling good. Yeah. Or, you know, being happy and being sad both affect the, the, the brain in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. So, But I think the root cause is the most important. Mm. Right. So um, if you have a let's say you have a good paying job and you're in debt, what's the root cause? You fucking spend too, too much. much. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like yeah. some, I mean, we're, we're getting really simplistic on on what that means. But I think when it comes to a person, uh, let, let's say and I always say, like, let's say you've been heavy for 10 years just because you watch a show on TV and they're losing 20 pounds a week. That's not you. Yeah. Those people are almost in jail. They're in a little confined area where all they can do is work out and their food's provided. But that's not the real world. Mm-hmm. Right, you get down to a rule where it's a little different. Yeah. And I think you have to find the root cause of what's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're in a fucked up relationship, you got to go. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes your job sucks. Keep your job till you find a job you like. Mm-hmm. Right? But you can't just be like, fuck it. 
Yeah, I quit without a plan. Yeah, and with, just say fuck it. I'm gonna chase my dreams, and then you just end up being a fucking bum in the street. Yeah, of course, there's a plan in everything, right? Just like you said, you know, like you can't compare yourself with other person, but definitely you can learn something from another person. Or you can want to be like someone or not be like someone, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, right? that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to to have like idols and yeah. uh, people to look up to. That's and a it, wrong word, idols, but uh, no, no, people fine, to, yeah. to look up to. But um, well, that's easy for us because we're short. <laughs> I smell fart down here. <laughs> How's the weather up there, bro? <laughs> but like, you know, you can actually always learn from something, someone or something or a kid or even a fucking or life, dog, you know, or a like, dog, a dog, cat. Yeah. Like if you if you're like uh, if you want to learn how to love, you can learn it from a dog. Because they they fucking unconditionally love well, you. Well, Dick, you fucking took the dog from their mom and dad, and then you're ready, they better fucking love you. <laughs> why yeah. why is it why is it not illegal to take a dog from their own family? I know, but it's right? Illegal we, we, to take away from their owners. <laughs> we think it's so cute. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I always tell people like, yeah, dude, dick. <laughs> you took that fucking dog away from his mom. <laughs> of course, he fucking loves you. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> I always say like the one the one thing that. Uh, I always think it's su- super important to realize is like in life, it's okay to be a chameleon. Yeah, definitely. But you never, have to but be. never be a snake. Never. Yeah. But it's so okay. You have to look like different ways, like a chameleon. No, not even that. Like you <laughs> just have to be comedic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you it's do. Impossible. Sometimes you do, bro. You're like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, you gotta look sideways, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be able to like adapt to it. It's okay. You're from the hood. Cool. Be yeah. ghetto with your ghetto friends, mm-hmm. but when you're in the court, you can't be ghetto in the court. <laughs> you you know can't be I mean? ghetto. Yeah, exactly. What? What up, your honor? <laughs> <laughs> what, what up, up my J? What up, my J? What up, big J? <laughs> <laughs> Not guilty, son. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, but, man. Well, what's your takeaway from today, man? What's your your mental note? Going back to Mr. Jim Kelly? Ron. <laughs> going back to Mr. Jim Ron. Like you said, you know, um, it's all risky. It is risky. <laughs> Everything is risky. <laughs> Falling in love is risky. But anyway, going going back to that that um, speech that he he said in the beginning, um, you know, like if you search for something, you will find it. Because actively searching is a concept of actively moving and starting. When you just hope, wish, or complain. The ideas will never come to you because you're already stuck in the concept of like looking at the negative aspect. You're not really actively moving. So, you know, in my my opinion and my mental note is that you have to actively search the solutions for your problems. Right? Right. So good. Yeah. What about you, bruh? What's your mental notes i think the the one important thing to take away is having a uh, a thought or an idea in your brain is okay mm-hmm. but to to take that to the next step you have to like write it down and have a plan yeah definitely you because, have to sharpen that saw bro yeah be, because a plan with no action is just, just a thought a thought yeah exactly it, it is a thought it is right mm-hmm. so i think writing stuff down and you can write on if you got a phone write it in your phone mm-hmm. there's no excuse everyone has a phone even yeah. if you get out of jail you get a free phone so 
<laughs> for real? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, they got the, they got the people right across the building right there handing you a free phone. <laughs> no wonder why these guys are just talking. I see yeah. a homeless guy yeah. with a cell phone. Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? Like, what? <laughs> Who are you calling? Where in my shopping cart? <laughs> yeah. So but I yeah. think yeah, just have a plan and don't make sure you feed that idea too. Yeah, if you it. if you believe that that idea could do profound things and you know what I change your life, you know what I believe? What? That the children are the future. Of course. Teach them well and let them lead the way. You know, it's as cliche as that. Show them all the like, beauty they possess. <laughs> that song, you know. But it's, it's so true, true, though. It's, it's true, very right? true. It's very true. And it's okay. You can be a kid every day. No. Actually, the concept of you evolving and you becoming uh, a better person and becoming, uh, per se, like a beautiful flower. You have to embrace your childhood self. Be the one who your childhood self lacked. And the stinky rose, bro. Woo! <laughs> I, I always feel, I think we put um, stipulations on age and restrictions. Yeah, like yeah. You, you should be able to laugh, like love, run, have jokes. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, <laughs> jump, jump around, do dance, go to dance parties. Like, do, do that shit till you're like 90. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, dude. I mean, I think that's the, people misconstrued the assignment of life, you know, where like you just have to hustle. no. Like, you have to just fucking laugh. You have to laugh with the people that you love. And, you know, you have to enjoy the companies with people who are actually by your side. And sometimes learn to laugh at yourself. Exactly. Don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. If you do that, your your fucking life will be golden, son. <laughs> that, was, that was deep. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bruh. Like, yeah, later. This podcast is also brought to you by our long-term sponsor, Cauliflower Nation, the world's largest social organization for any and all athletes with cauliflower ear. Cauliflower Nation has some sweet gear to show off your cauliflower ears. As a listener to this podcast, enjoy 10% off your order with the code NOTE, N-O-T-E, at checkout. Established in 2014, Cauliflower Nation is the official gear for anyone and everyone with cauliflower ear. Welcome to the nation, Cauliflower Nation. Visit them online at www.caulifloweration.com.